0: Hey, everybody, this is Jr. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, sponsored by The Hudson Group. Hey, listen up. This is The Hudson Group. If you are interested in becoming an independent business owner, Ruben Gonzalez, president, CEO, and founder of The Hudson Group, would like to talk to you. Hey, hit me up right here on anchor.fm or hit me up right here at B-A-R-T-S-E-E at P R O T O N M A I L dot C H That's Proton Mail. That is Bart C At ProtonMail.ch C as in Charles H as in Hotel Hit me up there or right here at Anchor.fm If you're interested in becoming an independent business owner Because right now Right now Right now the Hudson Group Right now is slashing Prices into becoming an independent Business owner Normally to become an independent business owner, you're going to have to spend approximately You're going to have to spend Approximately five to six hundred dollars To become an independent business owner Right now you're going to be spending about six to seven hundred dollars to become an independent business owner Or five to six hundred dollars depending on which level of package you want Well guess what? You don't have to. Right now, Ruben Gonzalez will lower the price. You don't have to spend that kind of money. All you'll have to pay for is your background check. That's it. Pay for your background check and you can get in. Trust me, you want to get in this business right now. This is a very lucrative business This business has been around since 1979 Since 1977 this business been in this, this ideal concept business It is a very good business It's a business that you can work out of your house With a Soho Like small office, home office That's what a Soho means Small office, home office That's what that means it means you can work out of your house With this business, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help each and every one of you prosper because I want y'all all all to make money. This is my goal in life is I want every one of y'all to be rich. I want each and every one of y'all to just dominate the wealth market. You're all going to be successfully wealthy. Because I want each one of y'all to be rich. I want you to own your own business, okay? That's what I mean. So check us out with the Hudson Group, all right? Hey, right now it's motivation time. Hey, it's moto time. Listen to this. Rich people, poor people. Poor people act rich. Rich people act poor. A lot of people say, you always say that. Well, I always say it because I want you to understand something. If you don't believe me, look at the one-tenth or one percent of the most wealthiest people. The richest, the most wealthiest people don't spend very much. They are very tight with their money. The Reason why they're tight with their money? Because they are very, very frugal. They like to keep their money, like to keep their numbers of wealth. If they're a billionaire, they want to stay a billionaire. If they are a millionaire, they like to stay a millionaire or grow more. If you, if they're super, if they're a super billionaire, they want to become, a, they want, if they're a billionaire, they want to become a super billionaire. Or a trillionaire, or a zillionaire, whatever. They want to achieve that wealth. In order to achieve that wealth, they got to maintain it. it. Means they don't spend very much. <clears throat> I noticed a lot of the wealthiest people will go to thrift stores and stuff, and they will just do that because that's how, that's how part of wealth is. Wealth is growing their money. So what I'm telling you is that you got to be tight with your money, and you got to be very, very frugal. Okay, all right. That's one way of becoming successfully wealthy, all right? All right. Now, let's get into this right now, this random stuff. Listen right here. When I when I was talking, I was talking the other day with someone. And they were asking me some questions. I was talking to some people. And, you know, because I randomly ask people all kinds of odds and ends and questions about life. Because I'm a little bit older than most of, most of the young millennials that I talk to. So I was talking to a couple of millennials. And they were asking me about, you know, they were asking me about, you know... You was in the military. I said, yes. They said, um, "You, um, did you like the military? I said, yes. They said, you own your own business? I said, yes, I did. I own my own company. I owned a direct mailing company where I did bulk mailing. I talked about that in one of my podcasts where I did bulk mailing. I got in trouble because the guy, my, my silent partner, was a scam. He actually was scamming people. I wasn't. I was honest. I paid people money. I paid people a lot of money They would come in They would come once a week Every Saturday I would rent out this room At this library This particular library had a, had a small, small conference room Nice conference room I liked the conference room It was nice I, I would reserve it I would reserve the conference room for the morning And the way I reserve it I would reserve it for like um, 5 hours 5 hours in the morning so, when the library would always be open The library opens at eight. The library opens at 7 See, 7 You know, library open at 7 So, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 So, I will go 7 to 12 See, I will go 7 to 12 I just did 5 hours, but I go 7 to 12 Because, you know, sometimes I will be a little bit You know, just it depends on when the librarian gets there So, I go 7 to 12 You know, sometimes I go 8 to 12 you know, you know. That's how I do it. Sometimes it just it, it varies. If I go six to twelve, that's you know, that's just six. Six to twelve is um, six hours. You know, sometimes, but they're not open at six in the morning. I would love for them to be open at six in the morning, but gee, that's a miracle. They, they, it's always um, seven. It's always, you know... Never six. It's always seven. Sometimes eight. Usually, I get in. Usually, I will get there. It will be like eight o'clock sometimes. Sometimes it will be eight o'clock. I... Hey, it's not my... I I, I can't be... I said... Beggars can't be choosy. I have to accept what time that they're going to open up. Because... (laughs) That's the time that they say they're going to open. If they say... If they say seven... Then it's seven. They say eight, it's eight. It's just whenever the librarian will get there. And I would always come there and we would open up and we would sit there and we would rock and roll. We were doing business. Seriously, we were doing massive business. And I, I mean, I, had, I hired people. I would pay people cash. I would say for five hours, for four hours. 4 to 5 I would say 5 hours Always 5 hours Usually 4 to 5 I would pay you I would pay you $100 If you can stuff 10,000 envelopes In 4 hours In, four, in 5 hours You can stuff in 5 hours or less <coughs> 10,000 envelopes I showed you I will show them how Step by step I never You know Some people would always say What'd you do I never You know I would always show them I walk through them I walk, I walk them hand in hand and foot. I would actually, you know, when I start, I would always, show, if there's new people, so I will always, when it's a new person, I would personally show everybody. Even if you're new or not, I didn't care. I showed you again. Because there's some people that forget. And it, it happens. So they forgot. <laughs> Excuse me. And so I would always show them how they, how, how I want it done and the way I want it done. And I would give them a sponge and a little tiny dish. Sponge and dishes, so they don't have to lick the stamps. They don't have to lick the envelopes. They can wet the envelopes instead of licking the envelopes. Ugh, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. They had, and I gave them glo- I gave them rubber gloves. I gave them rubber gloves. I had rubber gloves. You know, rubber, rubber. You know, surgical gloves, the kind. But these were the non sterile kind, the kind you could buy in bulk. I had had those because some people didn't like the, you know, the their hands. They're kind of paticky and you know. Whatever they didn't like, I I, I, I worked with them. See, I worked with people. And that's how I did things. (laughs) And when I worked with you, I I was always there. You know, I worked with you because I, I had this belief system that I knew exactly how you would react. You know, I worked with you. If I knew, if you were a regular... Oh man, I had this one who was a regular in my business. She came. Her and her, her, and her boyfriend will come every week. They did not miss a day. I also had a rule: you didn't, you couldn't come in there drunk. But you couldn't come in there high on drugs. If you came in there drunk or high, I didn't take you. I just, I just couldn't because um, I, I, I just did not. I just wouldn't do it because I said I told them. I had to explain to them when they when 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 a few came in drunk or high. I would explain to them that I can't have you, and they would ask me why. I said because I would love to have you, but I'm at a library, and the library is a government building. I'm at a public library, and the public library is part of the county, and <laughs> the county is part of the government. So if you are high or drunk, and you're in this building. I'm telling you right now, you can actually go to jail. They can call the cops and have you off to jail. The security guard can come in and haul you off to jail for what you're doing for being drunk. So I don't want you to go to jail. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of these people like this. I don't like anybody to go to jail because I wanted you to be. I wanted you to make money because I mean, what little what little I gave you, you know. I mean, it was a hundred dollars. Most people couldn't make that in... You no, know, that was four hours. Back in, back in that day, people didn't make $100 in four hours. People couldn't make that kind of money. Unless you were the dope dealer. If you were the dope dealer and you sold drugs... Yeah, you could make that kind of money. But if you did not... You were a dope dealer, then that's different. But... I mean, they... People were shocked. People were very, very, very shocked. Because I... Really... Wanted them to be like that. I wanted everybody to be like that. Seriously, I, I I told everybody. I wanted them all. I wanted them all prosper. I wanted them all to make money because why? Because when you're making money, I'm making money. Because when you start making money, I'm making money. That's the way I told them. When you make, when I make, when I make money, you're making money. When you make money, I make money. It's the way it goes, hand and foot. I love it when you're being... being, And then what I would always do, I would always feed them for free. I mean, because it's not much. I would always feed them. I would go... We had this thing where... We had this thing where we had we had this sandwich place. I would go there and I would get sandwiches. Yes. And you know. And it was always... And it was always a sandwich place. And... I would always get pizza. And the only place I would get pizza from was Gino Soraldi's. Yep. I would always get it from Gino Soraldi's People would go like, Gino Soraldi Yes I would, I would go to Gino Soraldi and get pizza Reason why, because Gino's had like the best pizza in Kansas City And then I would go to um, Then I would go to Oak and Tuck, Which is Gates Barbecue And I would get barbecue from there I would get Gino Soraldi's pizza And then I would go to Oak and Tuck And get pizza there Once I get pizza from those two places I get pizza from there and barbecue from Gates Which is Oak and Tuck, I did go go to Boyd's. Yeah, I remember. I always went to Boyd's. I went to Boyd's Barbecue. And when I went to Boyd's, I always went there and got barbecue and stuff. If you're from Kansas City, you would know about Boyd's. If you're not from Kansas City, don't worry about it. But if you don't know, don't worry about it. Boyd's Barbecue was really good barbecue. Gates was really good. Gates is good barbecue. You know, Jones is really good barbecue. I'm just telling you. I I like barbecue. I have a killer barbecue recipe. My recipe is hands down one of the most killer recipes if you get my recipe if my barbecue recipe don't inspire you don't enrich you don't don't make you grow you will not trust me you're gonna love my barbecue recipe is that good oh but other than that so but other than that but other than that and on top of that let me explain something to you listen you need we're, you know, and like I was saying, like I was talking about. That's what I did. I fed them. I always fed the people that I worked with. The reason why is because I always had this belief system that I like to. I mean, if you're hungry, if you're if you're if your belly's full, you work better. We had sodas. I had juices. I had soda and juices, and I had and I had soda juices and I had water. The Water that I had at that time, bottled water wasn't very popular. It was getting popular, but it wasn't. As popular as you thought it would be. But it wasn't. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I can't do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I believe leave that stuff out here. Yeah. So, and then I would do stuff like that, and I would make sure they get fed and everything. And once I made sure everybody got fed, everybody ate, everybody did good, everybody prospered, you know, and then one day I got in trouble. I got a, all of a sudden I was at work and all of a sudden the postal inspector along with the feds and everything, they came in, they, they busted, they, they told us that the guy that I, they said my boss, which was my partner, my boss, he was also my boss, my boss, my partner, the way it was. In the business, he was, my, I always say he was my business partner, but it was also my boss because he, he over, he wrote my checks. Um, he got in trouble for mail fraud. I didn't get in trouble for that. He did. So what they did was they just, they seized all my money. Oh man, I had a lot of money. I was like a, I was a thousandaire. Wasn't a millionaire or a hundredaire. I wasn't a hundred thousand rich. I was a, I wasn't a, I wasn't in the hundred thousands. I was under 100000 but I was over 1000 That's how much money I had in my bank account. And at that time, I had Boatman Bank. Boatman Bank's no longer around no more. It's now Bank of America because Bank of America needed to, needed to market in Kansas City. So they took over Boatman Bank and stuff. And that's what I did. So I took over Boatman's Bank. And that's what I did. And because I had Boatman's Bank, that's what I did. I dominated the market. And Boatman was a good bank. And they and they they seized my bank Took all my money They just took all my money And told me Have a nice day Cause it You know But I made sure I paid everybody I paid everybody Every person When the feds came in When they came in To, to seize everything I handed them I paid I, t- I saw I knew I saw I looked down the, I, I, I stepped out To go to the bathroom Went down the steps Came up the stairs And that's when I saw The feds Putting their jackets on And I was like Oh shit I saw FBI, and then I saw the postal badge. It says postal inspector. And that's when I was like, hmm, I better pay everybody. I told everybody, here, let me pay you. So I paid everybody. Real quickly, I paid everybody. So I had no petty cash left. The rest of the petty cash, I put it in my shoe. The rest of the petty cash, I put it all in my shoe. All of it in my shoe, and I was limping. And it hurted me because I had a big-ass knot. And then once I did all that, I turned around, they... They they started snatching everything, putting everything in boxes and grocery bags and stuff. Then I turned around, and they came in, and then they took everything, and then they left. Then I turned around, and I gave everybody a bonus. I just gave everybody another $100. I gave everybody another another $200. Each person that was there got $200 from me. And the reason why? Because I was done. I had no more money, so I just paid them all $200 and told them, thank you. He said, are we going to be back here next week? They said, no, we're closed. They were pretty, they were pretty sad They were sad and stuff So they were closed And once they were closed, they were done And that was it Yep So that's how it happened Alright Yeah, so that's how that, that's how that happened Yeah So that's how that happened And, and I'm, what, the reason why I'm telling you this Is because that's how, that's my life about business You gotta fail And sometimes you gotta fail But then you will succeed Because now I have my new business I've been I've been having businesses left and right. As much as I've been going through life, I've been having different kind of small business. I did a, um, I had a side job. I had a side hustle business where I was a general contractor. I was a, um I was a contractor. I was a subcontractor for a sub for a contractor. It means I wasn't I didn't have my license as a contractor. I was just the one without the license, but I did all kinds of handiwork. I laid concrete, I did drywall, I laid tile. I you name it, I did it. I put flooring in, whatever someone wanted me to do. I did backyards, whatever. I was a handyman. Jack of all trades, master of none. Basically what I mean. I had no certificates or anything, but I just, I knew all the work because I went to Job Corps. So I knew all that handiwork and stuff. So I did all that to, you know, and that was one of my side hustles I did. And I made a lot of money doing that. People would call me, hey, I need you to clean my backyard out. I need you to clean my garage. I would go clean their garages out. I would go clean someone's backyard out. I would go lay some concrete for like a patio or something, or somebody wanted concrete laid so they could put their grill up, I would do that, I would dig up the, dig up the yard and put the chicken wire down and the, and the aggregated rocks, and then, then I would lay the concrete, I would mix the concrete bags and stuff, and I would dump it, and I would pour it, smooth it out, and then put the lines in there, and then I did everything perfect, and then somebody would have, they would say, my son's moved out. Um I need I need some drywall done. I would drywall their wall because their son's done. Their son's gone. I would drywall the wall cuz all the holes and stuff in there, the little tiny holes and stuff, so I would do all that. And then once I did all that, the holes and everything, the everything was done. It was perfect. The walls and everything was done. I drywalled the walls and everything. I would People were like, "Wow." Yeah, but I did that. And I, you know, and that, and that was money right there that I did. That was, I, I did that for two years. I did that side hustle for two years. Yeah, for two years. I, then I also ended up working for a guy. I worked for a guy who was a Mormon. One of the coolest guys I knew, he was a Mormon. And he had a, he had a contracting job. He had a thing where he, he could do a job. He said he could do a job in, in two days. I don't know how he would say he could do a job in two days, but he would do a job in two days, and the job he did in two days, he did it, because he would have a lot of people. We would, I would come I was him. I would go in with him as demo. Me and him we would do we would call demo. We did demolition. I remember when I went to a house, we tore up her basement because she wanted a bathroom. She wanted a toilet. So we dug up, he marked off the wall, he marked off the floor, and we chiseled out by hand, chiseled out to concrete. And then he would till he t- 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 made the spot where he wanted for the pipes and stuff. Then we dug in the ground out. And then he then he left. Then his then his other team come in and they would lay the pipes, the plumbing and everything, and they would lay the plumbing and everything. And then they would um, finish out with the toilets. He would go buy all the stuff. He would go buy the toilet. He'd buy all the equipment that he would buy all the material they needed. And then his other guys will come in and finish it. You know, everything. And then I remember we did a I remember I did a shower, a basement shower, toilet. I remember I did a um I remember we helped we helped we I stayed and I helped the contra helped one of his guys put in a shower because they needed the tile on the floor. He got he had the wash pan and everything down and everything and we laid the floor in. And I laid the floor in and it was perfect. And we did that. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. See, that's some of the many jobs that I did, but that the reason why I'm telling you all this is because that's what it gets. That's my mindset. I'm always thinking about what's the next hustle. What's my next hustle? So if you seriously want to get into this business, I want you to prosper. I want you to grow. Check me out. Hit me up. I got your sixth podcast right here on Anchor. Trust me, I'm going to help you. This is sponsored by the Hudson Group. Because eventually, the Hudson Group is no longer going to be sponsoring it. It's going to be sponsored by the MBJ Group, family of companies. But they, I haven't got a chance to get a hold of them, to get, get to get it sponsored by them. Once I get a hold of them, they're going to be sponsoring this right here, along with the Hudson Group. Both of them are going to be sponsoring it. But right now, it's just sponsored by the Hudson Group, all right? All right, I'll talk to you later. I got to go take care of some business. I got to go pay some bills. You know, it's all that's what I got to do, all right? So I'll talk to you later. This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six podcast, and I'm signing out.